0: Hey psychos! So this episode was actually pre-recorded the week before George Floyd's murder. We want you all to know that we care deeply about what's going on in the world and that there are many ways that we can all be doing better and doing more. We don't want to take this lightly or throw something together randomly so we'll actually be doing an episode in a few weeks on racism in America. We are waiting simply so we can properly educate ourselves and get ourselves to a place where we feel confident enough to teach to others. Until then, we will be releasing the episodes we have planned. Please stay safe, stay kind, stay anti-racist, and please reach out to us if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or tips, or anything you need to talk about.
1: So we obviously are both white and therefore we have all the privilege that comes with being white. We are fully invested in continuing our own education on all topics of race and racism and we hope that our investment will reflect in the episodes we put out for all of you in the future. Please do not consider us blameless or excuse us from any fault we have. Hold us accountable. Hold us to an ever higher standard as growth should always be compounding on itself. We know we are not blameless, so give us the blame. We can carry it and we can learn from it. On to the episode.
0: my God! You're being psycho.
1: I can't help it. Hey psychos! It's Karen and Grace, and welcome to episode five of Psycho Analysis. Hey, 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 hey! How you doing? I'm pretty good. My stomach is churning a little mm-hmm. bit, but we'll make it. <laughs> But we'll be
0: fine, maybe. (laughs) I might have to take a few breaks. (laughs) How are you doing? I'm doing great. Good.
1: Yeah. Top of the morning to (laughs) you. So I don't really have a story, but I guess I just have like a general life complaint. Yeah. Can I I voice that? I mean, I guess. This is a free space. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so my general life complaint is, you know, like, have you ever had a time where you are just like you're developing like a stretch mark and you yeah. can see it happening. Yeah. Yep. You can literally see it happening. And you don't know what to do. Yeah. You can't do it. Any- like, you- what do you what am I supposed to do? But like whenever that happens to me, they're like bright pink mm-hmm. and like they're a little bit raised from my skin. So it sort of at first looks like it's like a zit or something. Oh, yep. Yep, but it's like it's really not like it's cuz it's it's not even formed like as it would. But I have one on my hip right now that I can like just tell is forming and I'm like first of all, why? Like I literally Same haven't all, done anything. <laughs> first <laughs> um ask please, you need permission to be on my this body. Is my body. <laughs> my choice. But I'm like I literally like yeah, my weight really hasn't even fluctuated. I don't understand what's happening and yet there is a nice little stretch mark just popping its way in That's onto so my right hip. And I I just don't, like, what is the, what is the logic of this? Booty getting bigger. <laughs> but it's not, though. <laughs> my pants still fit.
0: Yeah, I don't know. That is frustrating. I have, like, quite a few um, on the inside of my legs. But I don't know. I feel like I read somewhere that if you get coconut oil and you put that on, like, the spots for, like, And I don't know, an extended period of time, probably like every night, like it reduces the stretch marks you get. Like, I don't know. A lot of pregnant people do that on their stomachs.
1: Oh, that's interesting. Try it. Maybe I will. But at the same time, it's like, I don't want to be ashamed of my stretch marks. I want to own them. But like, (laughs) yeah, you know. But if there was something I could do to prevent them. (laughs) If there was was something, I would do it. But at the same time... It's a nice balance of like, wow, I hate you, but also welcome. Come on, welcome. Welcome to my body. <laughs> welcome to my body. Thanks for being here. I'm glad that you hate me. Glad that we can do this journey together. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm glad you relate cuz I like no, yeah. was thinking about this the other day and I was like, am I like does everyone do, like notice them before they actually like are there? Probably.
0: Well, I guess it's probably it depends,
1: but yeah, I've
0: been there. Currently yeah, there. It sucks.
1: <laughs> It's stupid. I hate it. It is stupid. (laughs) It's so dumb.
0: So this week, folks, we are going to be analyzing social media.
1: Hell yeah. So the way we're going to do this is the beginning of the episode is sort of going to be fun, like just shitting on social media in a (laughs) lot of different ways. And then towards the second half, we're going to dive in a little bit more seriously And talk about social media and mental health Mm -hmm. and things that, you know, social media, like we can all benefit from social media and drawbacks to social media. So if that's what you care about and you don't want to hear about us shitting on TikTok and Snapchat, maybe skip to the second half. (laughs) You can fast forward a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. But we're going to have a blast. And this is something that Karin and I are very passionate about. So I am ready. Buckle up, folks. Buckle up, babies. (laughs) It's going to be a good one. All right, so my first
0: point that we're gonna touch is the snapchat news section
1: what the hell first of all <laughs> yeah so this was obviously like companies trying to be like oh there's a target market of like you know oh 15- it's so
0: smart like
1: yes it's right? so smart but but <laughs>
0: some of what it the
1: fuck, is so pointless <laughs> Like Well, okay. and honestly, it's, like, certain stuff within, like, the CNN page or whatever. Like, CNN is one that, like, shows up for me. I'm not trying to, like, tout CNN. But, like, it's not even news that they would show, right. like, anywhere else. Like, it's news that doesn't even matter.
0: It's news curated for people that use Snapchat.
1: Yeah. Which,
0: like I, in my opinion, is, like, not the way to go about it. You should show the same news that you're showing on the website or because online, it's like you know
1: those are the things that you should care about and you like you yeah I get it you have a target audience you're providing content for them but at the same time it's like that content doesn't matter yeah like it doesn't matter and honestly I think it makes a lot of people care less like I first of all I've never I haven't known anyone who actually like gets their news from snapchat like it's just not a thing no well
0: one I think in our our age demographic, like, it definitely isn't our first place to get news, but, like, younger kids, they get their news from Twitter and Snapchat.
1: Wait, really? Yeah. Like, okay, I would, so... I knew, like, Twitter would be a thing, but I, like, honestly didn't think that anyone got their news from no, Snapchat. No, no, no.
0: Okay, so for my job at school, I go to high schools and I talk to students about the College of Journalism and Advertising and Public Relations, and we, like, a lot of the times do, like... A few just, we ask, like, some questions to them just so then we, like, understand high school kids.
1: Yeah, you're just trying to, like, talk to them and engage with them.
0: And a lot of the times, one of our questions is, like, where do you guys get your news from? And they either say, nowhere, Snapchat, or Twitter. And, like, those are the places, which I think is so That's
1: really wild. Yeah. Because,
0: I mean, sure, like sometimes i get some of my news from twitter like yeah some of it comes Mm -hmm. from twitter but snapchat like i don't i don't know i snapchat's just for like sending photos to friends in my opinion
1: yeah i feel like we are just on the cusp of like being too old for Mm -hmm. that i would wonder if like hallie and justin get their news from snapchat
0: yeah i don't know I think
1: Justin, like, watches more Snapchat stories than I do, but I don't think he, like, gets his news from there. But I could be wrong. I will say one thing that I, like, (laughs) for some reason I'm, like, really into are those stupid phony text things that Snapchat has. So, like, in their – in the same section where, like, all the news is, Mm -hmm. there's, like, all these stupid – I don't know, like, stories, narratives – different gossipy things that are there yeah i'm looking at them right now there's some that are called phony texts or text stories i don't think i have that one you don't have it yeah you should look for it okay because basically what it is it's like it's just like a a story of like a screen recording of someone's phone okay and it's like text going back and forth so like one of them is like a girl gets engaged and you're in a group chat with her and all of your friends and then you're texting your friends individually and like it it somehow advances the story (laughs) and they're dumb as hell but for (laughs) some reason like when I'm sitting on the toilet or like trying to procrastinate and I like have like told myself like you can't be on Instagram or Twitter but I'm like ha 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 I'm gonna get on Snapchat Snapchat and just watch these tech stories for 10 minutes yeah I think like where this all started was like just like
0: entertaining things, like, you know, there's, I'm looking at a few right now, and it's like, oh, like how to make these one cupcakes or like spiders, something. What if you fell into the deep hole? But it gets a little off track when they are trying to do news. Do you know what I mean? Yes, absolutely.
1: I do have one question. Yeah. So, there are a handful of people who I have, like, unfriended on Snapchat. Okay. Who still show up, not on my story section, but, like, in the news section of Snapchat. There's one dude in particular who keeps showing up, and I have, like, basically all but blocked him on Snapchat. Weird. And he still shows up, and here, I don't give a shit about his life. Like, I literally don't Are care. You, like, and you, subscribed to him? Yes, but I can't unsubscribe. What? It won't let me. That's and weird. I, and it's like, first of all, how did he get a like the story where like people can subscribe right. to it because like he obviously doesn't deserve that he's <laughs> like, not any sort of like he's not a content creator he's weird. not like even good at Snapchat like he posts the cringiest snapchats and like weird i yeah, hate I don't it know. so i don't understand first of all how he got there <laughs> And why the fuck it won't get off my screen? Like, I don't... That's bizarre. I don't want... I haven't talked to him since high school. Like, I don't want you on my Snapchat. Leave, please. Very weird. Yeah, I don't know how to get it off. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Please investigate and get back to me, (laughs) Karen. I'm on it. Um, Deal, deal, deal.
0: I took a screenshot the other day because i like went to the news section and i literally saw the most stupid thing i have oh ever no, seen in it? my life <laughs> so it was like cosmopolitan you know that magazine yeah. but it was their like little block and it said did addison ray cut her hair super
1: short what <laughs> that's what it was um that's a yes or no question. Like, First of all, yeah. Like, First of all. You should not be making a story on something that you could answer yes or, or no. no. Yeah.
0: As second of all, I don't give a shit about Addison Ray. Yeah, who is that? She's
1: like apparently this TikTok person. Oh, this Ye- blends perfectly <laughs> into another platform that we need to talk about.
0: Yeah, TikTok. But... Like, why would that be something people care about?
1: I don't know. Like, honestly, I don't know. I mean, it obviously, just, these things are getting views because Snapchat like keeps updating. It I mean, and making obviously, it better. yeah. But like, who who the fuck spends their time there? Like, who? I want to know. I really to know. Who is scrolling through all of like the posts? And like, I just I just don't get it. I hate it. It makes me feel like. Generally speaking, I'm not one of those people who's like, society sucks, society's getting dumber, <laughs> but the news section of Snapchat makes me makes feel me like everyone's getting dumber. <laughs> yep. I'm like, if people are actually tuning into this, then yes, I believe that our attention spans are five seconds long, Yep. and also, we give a shit about the dumbest things, and I honestly don't want to be a human being anymore, like... <laughs> if this is what human beings care about count me out Count
0: me out yeah i don't know i just i i don't know i took another screenshot of like another one esquire magazine first of all isn't that like for like adults
1: yeah it's like a i feel it is it a fashion magazine i couldn't tell you but anyway
0: (laughs) there's their like headline we can't stop watching dixie diamelo's tiktok
1: Okay. <laughs> cool. Like, good for you. Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> Thumbs up. Okay, I'm going to go to mine right now and see what's up. See, Yeah, see what's up. Let's see. This makeup or her makeup artist got a tattoo of her teeth.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Remember Apple Challenge. Throw it back to when everyone was doing this. I don't know what the Apple Challenge is. I've I don't never think heard of the Apple <laughs> Challenge. It's like the, like the photo is like this dude who looks like he's like sucking on an apple. Yuck. (laughs) There's another one. Top spy hacks to become a secret agent. Like, (laughs) what? I don't even, I don't even get it. Like, it's not even like snoop on your boyfriend's phone. Like, that's applicable. Like, that's a good one. (laughs) But top spy hacks to become a secret agent. And it's like a picture of a blue sweatshirt with like a pink afro Like... like sewed onto it. I don't understand, first of all, who the fuck is coming up with this content? Second of all, who is their audience? I am obviously not their audience. I don't understand what's going on here.
0: (laughs) No, really. And a few of them, like, a few of them are fine, you know? But it gets a little weird when it's, like, the Daily Mail account, and it's, like, Chloe slams Scott's party trolls. Like, again,
1: who cares?
0: but that's like applicable to like normal press
1: magazines too but yeah still oh, okay for example one that i would click on by watch mojo what the oh. school of rock kids look like today that's interesting peaks my interest i'm in i'm ready to go <laughs> however the one below it this look hot till i smile challenge is savage which is basically just making fun of people who have bad teeth what um, i'm not about that actually
0: I just, I just don't care. We're obviously not the I like audience. want to
1: scream. Like what? What?
0: I don't, people are mean. <laughs> I can't. There's one that's late night munchies and it's a pickle <clears throat> and a sun chip. And I'm intrigued, but <laughs> the one. Everyone's like, sign me up. I'm ready to go. The one below it, Justin Bieber slid into Charlie's DMs for the cutest reason. I don't care.
1: I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I don't know.
0: It's just, it's a point of social media that I just do
1: not understand. I can't do it. I really can't do it. So, obviously, this is not for us. If those of you, like, if there are people out there who actually watch this, I'm sending brain cells your way. Ready, go. (laughs) Honestly, you need help. And I'm
0: also, like wondering why you like that stuff
1: how much time do you have on your hands for this to be the content that you go to like do you burn through instagram burn through twitter go to snapchat news section i mean i guess it's different i would never be that i haven't gotten on it a single time in quarantine i'm not that desperate someone someone like get a job (laughs) like have friends i would like to know you know what What's
0: compelling those people?
1: So, like, I understand that we spent the past 10 minutes roasting the fuck out of you if you watch the Snapchat news section. <laughs> However, if you are brave enough to reveal yourself, I promise we will not, like, murder you. No, so, we just want to have a conversation. <laughs> yeah. So, like, if you're if you're feeling brave and you watch the Snapchat news section, please let, let us, us know. know. Because I honestly just want to talk. <laughs> like, I want to get inside your brain. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah. So the biggest thing that I think we found on Snapchat was honestly stuff about TikTokers. Which and is that's another whole thing, thing we want to talk about. Yeah. So there's actually <clears throat> like a lot of political stuff within TikTok. But first mm-hmm. we're going to dive into the stupid shit. Then dive into the political shit. So first of all, these
0: freaking white girls who just standing for the camera dancing i'm like what's your why this isn't even good
1: what's your motive here
0: yeah what's the motive how did you even come up with that dance and like a lot of the times they're just like they're not even doing like it's just moving their arms and then like here's the
1: kicker a hip thing it's just a bunch of white people doing white people dances like the only time i'm impressed when it's like it's if if it's like actually good and 90 percent of the time it's not it's not a white person (laughs) that's accurate i'm curious about like people who become tiktok famous because it's like you don't really like you have a platform And, like, I think there are a lot of people who do, like, share a lot of good stuff on TikTok. I, personally, have never downloaded TikTok. So, like, I've never been on the app. I don't know what the, like, UI looks like. I don't know anything about it. But I've seen a lot of them that are posted other places, and I think a lot of them are funny. But I also am just, like, this seems like a shittier version of Vine. Yeah. And it, like, honestly makes it so that you have to be less creative. Because with Vine, you could make what it was like six seconds you it couldn't yeah. go past six seconds and on this you can go like i've seen like some of them are like minutes long
0: i know i don't understand. and it's like
1: i don't yeah i don't really like, just get make it a
0: youtube video
1: right and i i understand that they're very different platforms and like whatever but my thing is like why <laughs>
0: Well, I, I've only downloaded TikTok because Abby and I's family, at the beginning of quarantine, we were doing, like, a little TikTok dance challenge, and, like, it was funny because we were taking some of, like, the cringy dances, and we were doing them, like, my family versus her family, and they were really Which is funny. even
1: cringier. No, yeah, but they were really funny. <laughs> they, were, they were pretty good.
0: But my thing is, like, I've only seen... I don't go on there, like, to browse, but... I see some TikToks, like, when I'm, like, on Twitter, like, some people upload them on Twitter. And a few of them have, like, great Vine energy, and I love that. But it's the ones that are, like, either blatantly racist, horrible dancing, or just, like, stupid. Those are the ones that, like, a lot of the time go viral.
1: Yeah. And I'm just confused about that, I guess. Yeah. I will say, one thing that TikTok has made, I think, everyone... Not realize, but, like, the amount of racism on TikTok. Yeah. Like, first of all, who are these kids' parents?
0: Yeah, where are their parents? Because they're, like, 14, 15.
1: Yeah, and, uh, like... If you're a white person and you haven't learned by the age of 14 that the N-word is, like, not okay, then your parents are not doing their job. Like, they're just not. And that's the bottom line. So, I'm like, are you just being, like, a rebellious teenager and, like, you think you're being edgy and, like, you're very clearly not, but your brain is, like, so stupid that you don't understand that you're not just being edgy and you're actually being racist?
0: Or it's, like, they do it because they want the attention I don't know. Like, I don't know what's going through these kids' heads, but like, it's okay. So like, I, I looked up blah, 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 like racism on TikTok.
1: So many things came up. It's like a, it's like a real prevalent issue. Like it is bad.
0: But there was this one kid that he was doing this video and it was like, how to cook a dog perfectly. That's and he was like, I don't know. He was being racist towards the Asian culture so he did a video on that and he like didn't even apologize but because it got so much attention he made like another one and he said now that all the Chinese people are here how did y'all do it and he didn't even apologize for that and then he proceeded to act as if they were eating bats so I don't know if this kid has been like taken off TikTok, but things like that are happening on TikTok, and I don't know if anybody's doing anything about it. That's my
1: thing. So here's the weird thing I know that TikTok is having problems with like monitoring their content because it's not like Twitter where you can just search target words and like mm-hmm. block everything with that. Like it's an actual video you have to watch through manually. But mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of the people that I follow on Instagram who are like body positive sort of people, mm-hmm. like they will post TikToks showing their like not skinny body, not like quote unquote ideal image mm-hmm. of beauties. And TikTok will take those down. What? Like TikTok will take down. Because it's like nudity? Not even nudity. Like they're wearing bras and like leggings, but like they just show that they have like. A, not a six pack and yeah. abs, and TikTok will take it down. So what? clearly, there's like some sort of monitoring going there going on there. TikTok is a sketchy place. If I were a parent, I would not in any way like allow my kid to have a TikTok.
0: Yeah, it's definitely not like the safest app.
1: No, and for some reason, it's just like like you would think that like a video software like that is not a problem, mm-hmm. but people are so fucked up that they take something innocent like that and they turn it into something that is like completely horrific mm-hmm. and for that reason alone i don't think people should have tiktok justin if you're listening to this <laughs> fucking delete the app like it's a bad platform and it's not the model that's bad but it's like the fact that no one's moderate monitoring the content mm-hmm. so many kids are getting in trouble and honestly like good you're exposing yourself for, for what you actually believe and like hopefully you decide that that's obviously wrong and inappropriate and you need to change your beliefs. But like no one deserves to see that.
0: Yeah. I know. So Jake's been like kind of using it. And he says like from the beginning of whenever he downloaded it, he started like liking certain posts that were like funny to him. And now his feed is like, Curated where it only shows like TikToks that relate to like things he's previously liked, and mm-hmm. so I I understand how like once you like something like your feed is kind of like curated to like reflect. I mean that's like it's an
1: algorithm. Like that's how a lot right. of social right. media platforms work.
0: But my thing is like when people's posts go viral and they like say something super derogatory or racist or just like not okay people like that like it goes viral for a reason so like people obviously see it but then other people see it and they're like oh that went viral like i have to do something like that to like be famous so then it just like spirals on itself and more people get fucked up because they think it's okay
1: i've also heard that anyone who's a minority like their algorithm TikTok's algorithm automatically works against them to where, like, you won't find them as often, like, shared on people's, like, explore page or through people's feed. How do people... Like,
0: how does TikTok know that somebody's, like, a minority, though?
1: Because, I mean, there's certain algorithms that you can use to, like, scan Figure content. that out.
0: Yeah. That's so interesting.
1: And so, like, I've seen some posts from people on Twitter that are, like, this TikTok that I posted... Like it's not being seen by anyone. If you search my profile, you can't find me. Like what? they basically like shadow ban, but for TikTok, and they're doing it Weird. to minorities. Weird. So I feel like the bottom line here is TikTok needs to fucking go. Like needs to go. I'm sorry, but bring back Vine. <laughs> we we are uh, clearly not advanced of enough, advanced enough of a society to be able to handle this. Which fucking whatever <laughs> get it out get it out get or it out. the
0: people who own tiktok just need to figure
1: out how to monitor it better or people just need to not be racist like, yeah or just people need to stop being rude stop being fucking racist because it's not okay <sighs> okay Does, did that feel good to get it all that, out it was good but it was also like Ooh. that's a lot
0: oh my fucking god i just ripped
1: my leggings <laughs> what <laughs> where
0: the seam popped out because i oh golly (laughs) what the heck i just like lifted it up to like hike it up over my hips and then i got a little carried away and i just (laughs) yanked it and then it the seams popped out oh no (laughs) where that's unfortunate (laughs) i'm dying
1: i'm dying (laughs) Mm. I'm so sorry. Were they a good pair? Yeah. Sad. I'll fix it. I can yeah. sew. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Dang it. Okay. Good one, bud. Good one. Anyway. All right. I feel like this next one is more so your alley because you watch a lot more than I do.
0: Well, yeah. So actually that surprises me, first of all, because you're like a film major.
1: We're talking about YouTube. Yeah. Sorry, for are talking about YouTube. Yeah, I don't really watch that much YouTube.
0: It's, ow, I only watch, sorry, (laughs) I'm like really struggling over here. Um, But, okay, so I follow or I subscribe to quite a few people on YouTube, and I've actually been, like, on YouTube. I was on YouTube, like, before it was cool. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so I follow, like, a few different... I follow a lot of, like, home decor people, DIY people, a few different, like, fashion people, and then just, like, some commentary channels. I don't think I follow any, like, super famous people just because they annoy me, but that's what I want to talk about. So I know I know the names of like super famous people, but like like David Dobrik, Jake Paul, obviously Tana Mojo. Who else? I don't even know. But so I miss Jenna Marbles. I miss Jenna Marbles too. She actually still is on here. I don't.
1: Yeah, I know. I don't want to watch her content. Yeah, anymore I don't either.
0: Know. But anyway, so what I'm trying to get to is YouTube, in my opinion, has taken like a turn where it's just all about money and that's like a whole other thing like how much money they actually make but i think a lot of people are just posting things to post things and Mm -hmm. trying to make like each video as crazy as the last and a lot of the accounts like don't realize that a lot of kids are on youtube and there's actually a younger audience than they're creating the content for and i don't know it, it all comes back to remember when like what's the other paul brother logan when logan paul like posted that video of him like in that um forest in japan oh my god that was horrible it comes back to that like people who are actually bad people (laughs) post things and then young kids get a hold of it and like that's not okay
1: yeah it's a weird thing because i think like when we were younger YouTube was around but YouTube was for like stupid things like Charlie bit my finger like there was no oh my god like, <laughs> there was no like YouTube like YouTuber was not a job yeah like, that wasn't a thing that people did and now as a YouTuber like part of your job is to be the most sensational and as a creative person like I understand the pressure that comes with like having high expectations on every single video you make yeah like I get it I think people – I think the problem is a lot of people get lost in, like, trying to one-up themselves constantly Mm -hmm. and, like, sort of – And, like, I get it. You're making money. Like, you're trying to continue making money. Like, whatever. But at the same time, it's, like, you're not even a good content creator anymore. You're just posting bullshit. Because, like, the person's hot. Yeah. And, like, have something of value to say. Like, have Mm -hmm. something that you want to, like, spread. Don't just make something because you – are going to make money and like you yeah. need to keep up content like so
0: yeah i'm on the explore page right now and this is an example of something that is amazing so it's this video and it says making a hundred rocket pop pupsicles for homeless dogs oh amazing love it i will watch that
1: later but <laughs> there's also <laughs> wait wait Look. what like oh i was think okay cool yeah we love that yeah, love that. But... But I hope that they, like, adopt the dogs or something, too. Yeah, me too.
0: But there's also videos, like, I moved into the old
1: FaZe house. What is that? That's, like, the uh, another, like, hype house. Like... Okay, that's a whole other topic that we can... We'll just, like, we need a tangent to real fast because yes. it's important. These fucking houses, like, in LA and, like, big cities that content creators Live all in? move into... And it's like an infestation of like 20 somethings with horrible taste. Yeah. And they're all just like sucking each other's dicks. (laughs) Like, I get it. The point of it's like to collaborate and like feed off of each other. Yeah, like I get it. Hopefully, like all go viral. But at the same time, like that is the most. Because here's what it used to be like, it used to be artists who would like all, who were all super poor, who. Needed like a place to stay, and they would all move yeah. in together. So They're it all used roommates. like that's how it used to be. Is like a bunch of artists, and now it's a bunch of YouTubers.
0: But yeah, it's turned into just like
1: shitty content creation, like holes. It really is, and like I don't watch YouTube that often, and I don't feel like I'm missing out, and that's like a weird thing to say because I'm a film major. Like I mm-hmm. do videography and for me to feel like this entire platform is out there and me not engaging in it that much does not like i'm not missing out like yeah that gives you my my feelings towards like the content like the the quality of the content it's not good well there are definitely some
0: accounts yes. that are good and using it for good they're funny they mm-hmm. do interesting things there's a
1: lot of there's a lot of YouTubers who do great things love it however i would say the majority of youtubers are like just on there to make money like Mm -hmm. i really like the people who are like holy fuck like this is crazy i was doing this for fun Mm -hmm. which you know everyone would say that if you get famous you would never be like ha 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 i like was constantly doing this for the money but it's it's like this thing where there is so much noise. There are so many creators. Mm-hmm. There are so many people that are literally just copying the trends. They're like looking at what videos do well and making videos like that. Yeah. It's, it is very weird. That's not even, that's not like a blanket statement. Like I love certain YouTubers. I do watch a lot of tutorials on YouTube, especially mm-hmm. for like video editing and stuff. But generally speaking, that's not the type of content that I'm interested in.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I just think it's a lot of people who were just bored, and they see the trends, and they want to be famous, so they hop on and try to follow what's trending, and then they get famous, and then they keep trying to do things that are continuously getting crazier and crazier, and, like, I don't know. I think it's a bad example for Mm -hmm. kids today, because... Obviously, like, I get the world is changing and there's a generation growing up that isn't the same generation as we are. But, like, I don't think kids should see that the only way to, like, get friends or be successful is to just do stupid shit. Mm -hmm. So I definitely love some of the YouTubers that do interesting things. Like, I actually, I, I subscribe to a few accounts, too, who do, like true crime stuff and Mm -hmm. show I don't know they just talk about like different missing person cases and stuff like that and that's so interesting to me and I know that's not everybody's thing but it's the accounts that do the same thing as the last account yeah
1: I don't want to say that like YouTube generally speaking is a bad platform whatever Mm -hmm. but I will say like I'm just scrolling through my YouTube feed and one of the one of the videos is how to get into the world's most exclusive club what like i'm don't even follow these people it's not even content like i've never expressed interest in like partying content on youtube <laughs> and like somehow that's what's showing up i will say the clickbait titles on youtube were like it's like this video is all about this or mm-hmm. like whatever you title your video first of all why the fuck do all YouTubers? caps lock their I was just about to say. Like, what the fuck? You're not yelling. Chill out. Yeah, we do not need caps lock on. I need, I need you to just, like, chill out a little bit because I don't, like, why, why do all of them have caps lock on? Like, they can't. I don't know. It's, it's like, they can't undo it. They're like, it must be yelling all the time. I think it it just gets people's attention better than lowercase does. It's effective if only a handful of people are doing it, Uh but when literally everyone is doing it, it doesn't catch attention anymore. Like it's not gonna work. I and then the other day, yeah. I was watching an an After Effects tutorial, and there was an After Effects tutorial like on the suggested bar, mm-hmm. and it had like an image of this bachelor couple, like in the whatever, like the freeze frame, whatever. It, what do you call the the um, thumb thumbnail? Yes, in the thumbnail it had like a bachelor couple in the thumbnail but it was about something in after effects like huh? what those two don't correlate i didn't watch the video but i was like this is clearly like something that you just put in the thumbnail so people would click on your video mm-hmm. because it had nothing to do i'm with sure the during the video they say like oh man i've been watching the
0: bachelor and like that's why they added it because people i don't know
1: Or maybe they're taking a clip from The Bachelor and, like, using that to edit. Like, they're like, oh, how do you separate, like, how do you cut a frame in half, whatever, in After Effects? And then they use, like, a picture of The Bachelor. But it's like, you're literally inserting content into your video that doesn't have anything to do with your video, so you get more views. Which is like... Which defeats the whole purpose,
0: in my opinion, of making a YouTube video.
1: Right, like you should make it for the people who would genuinely actually yeah. be interested in it. And guess what? And there definitely are some people who do that. So props oh, to that. Yeah.
0: But I just it's don't the people like
1: who- very. Like I'm gonna go to the trending page. Okay, I tried following a soap cupcake tutorial. Interesting. Cool. Like <laughs> what? I just saw that too. Worst haircut ever. Trying JoJo Siwa's ice cream. My dad is gay. I filled Chase's room with pictures of Charlie. Again, we don't care about TikTok, people. Yeah. Need I repeat it more? (laughs) So no matter who the content creator is, if they're a female, I guarantee you at one point they've uploaded like a my daily makeup routine and like my nighttime routine. Like they're not even makeup people, but they're like, (laughs) I don't actually know if like their uh, subscribers are like asking for that sort of content. Yeah, I don't know. But it's like the amount of daily makeup tutorials on youtube or like nightly routine (laughs) like it honestly probably there's probably one for every single content creator probably
0: and like sometimes they're interesting if like you know the person knows their shit but oh yeah a lot of the time it's just like drugstore products that everybody uses which is cool it's fine but like i don't need to see that
1: Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Like I've watched, I've watched maybe two and one of them was because like, I knew this girl used a lot of all natural Mm -hmm. products and I'm trying to switch over to all natural. And so I was like, okay, cool. I want to like find out what sort of products you're using. But most of the time I'm like, cool. Your facial cream is $78. I'm fucking poor. I don't... I'm not... I'm never going to use that in my life. Like, I use a facial cream from Walmart. Thank you very much. And it works wonders. <laughs> my skin's doing, like, okay. So, thanks. <laughs> skin's... Uh, it's all right. <laughs> Skin, skin's doing fine. <laughs> I don't want to bash, like, completely on YouTube in general because I think that there are a lot of good things coming from the yeah. platform. I think it's fun to, like, have your niche expanded in a way like this. Uh-huh. Like, I think generally in the digital age the fun thing is like no one's alone like whatever your interests are there are people out there who are making content for that which i think is amazing and i think it makes people feel more included i will say generally speaking youtube is fucking overwhelming and i cannot (laughs) handle it
0: yeah definitely i i think if you find the things you like and subscribe to those people who you enjoy watching not just because it's psycho every day <laughs> psycho um, <laughs> <laughs> but like not just because each video is so crazy and blah blah, blah blah blah
1: but like you genuinely like you know seeing people do interesting things cool. dude can you imagine being in like 2000 and what 2009 was when youtube first like started Took growing off. yeah can you imagine being in 2009 and then waking up in 2020 and getting on youtube Oh my god, I feel you like- You would, like, have an aneurysm. <laughs> like <laughs> All caps, everything! <laughs> Jumping around, throwing cars in pools. Every thumbnail crams as much shit into it mm-hmm. as possible, so there's, like, nine different things going on in this, like, two-centimeter box on your screen. Golly. So concerning. Yeah.
0: Definitely, it's Some there are some whack people out there.
1: Yeah, YouTube's intense. Anyway. We are on- <laughs> to my mortal enemy, my favorite thing to shit on, my arch nemesis, the thing that keeps me up at night, the thing the, <laughs> if I could pick one thing about our digital age, this is what I would kill. Really? Motherfuckers, it's LinkedIn. LinkedIn, I have so much shit to say. And
0: from my end of things, I love LinkedIn. I go on LinkedIn more than no. I do
1: other platforms (laughs) linkedin is the bane of my existence why the fuck do i need a social media specifically for being professional like People are looking at not only my resume, not only like my portfolio, not only my cover letter, but also my LinkedIn. Why does that matter? Like they ask for your Twitter, they ask for your Instagram, and then they ask for your LinkedIn. And guess what, hose? I don't fucking care about LinkedIn. I, <laughs> one, don't have a professional life. I have a couple jobs. I don't consider myself a professional. Two, I suck at being professional. Three, why do I need the added pressure Of having someone look at my LinkedIn and evaluate me based on that. I already have a resume. What is on my LinkedIn is basically my resume, but with people thumbs upping it. Like, (laughs) I don't understand why this is a platform that needed to happen. I get it. It's good for networking. There are people out there who like love to network, love that life. Honestly, I think when I actually get like a real adult job, I will enjoy networking, but I Mm -hmm. promise you I will never enjoy LinkedIn. And if I'm ever at a place that I'm like hiring people, you bet your fucking ass I'm not going to look at your LinkedIn. Really? No, absolutely not. I care way more about the resume. I care way more about your cover letter and your portfolio. And if I think those three things are good. I'm going to bring you in for a personal interview rather than looking at your fucking LinkedIn to see how many connections you have, how fleshed out your portfolio is. Like, it's just too much. Like, the job market is already insanely competitive. And that's like an added thing that no one needed to happen. No one needed it. And for some reason, people are like, ha ha ha, let's make it even more competitive, even more like... I just I can't I can't do it I
0: know like I totally get where you're coming from and there are definitely parts of LinkedIn that I hate like I don't like the added pressure and I'm just not a competitive person but when I see other people like our age doing like freaking amazing things like that is so cool for them but it like gives me stress because I'm like, wait, I'm not doing enough. I need to do more, blah, 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 blah. And like, that's the downside of it. But I do think like LinkedIn, in my opinion, is a good platform. Like, I think it'll be better when we like actually do have like professional jobs in the future. Because like, if you go to a conference, like you want to like talk about that somewhere. And like, if you get some awards, like it's a great place to post about like the different awards you won instead of like posting it to Instagram or Facebook or Twitter and like I don't know that's just not the place to like post that kind of stuff but I think if like future employers see that like oh you won a digital
1: like entrepreneurship award like I don't know oh that's kind of cool but like why would you not just put that on your resume. Like, I get no, it. You want to yeah. celebrate. Like, that's cool. But my thing is, like, it's just an element of pressure that no one needed. Like, I did not need to feel like I'm ke- needing to keep up in all these other areas of my professional life and this one. Like, yeah, like I it's get that. hard enough to be our age and, like, trying to go into the industry that we're trying to go into and feeling like we're doing enough, feeling like we have enough things on our resume, feeling like we have the skill sets that we need. And, like, honestly, I would rather spend my time developing those skills than, like, trying to pretend like I have them on LinkedIn. Like, I would rather you be blown away by my work, be blown away by, like, my portfolio, than be like, wow, she has a good LinkedIn. Like, that literally just means that you're, like good at keeping up appearances. And, like, that is an important aspect of being a professional, but, like, I don't think that the people with a really good LinkedIn necessarily are better employees or better hires than the people without a good LinkedIn. And I will take this to my grave. (laughs) I... (sighs) (laughs) I do
0: think LinkedIn has great features, like the job feature or the... What is it called? Like, LinkedIn learning or something like that where you can take like different courses to better your professional life like i think that's a great feature Mm -hmm. and i i've actually found like internships through linkedin and i do think it's a good platform because it's saturated with so many professionals like i think every professional has a linkedin well in our in our fields especially and
1: here's the thing I wish it wasn't a thing where, like, if I like if I could just delete my LinkedIn, I would. But it makes me feel like if I don't have a LinkedIn, I'm going to be passed up for things over mm-hmm. people who do have a LinkedIn. Yeah. And that's the thing that I don't like. like that, I, is, that is the downside to it. I don't have a problem with, like, people who want to be on LinkedIn, people who have fun on there, people who enjoy sharing it and enjoy it as a platform. What I don't like feeling like is... I don't like feeling like I have to do it as well. Mm -hmm. Like if I didn't have to do it or if I didn't feel like I needed a LinkedIn to actually be considered for jobs in my profession, I wouldn't do it. Like I wouldn't have one. Yeah. But because I feel obligated and because I feel like I will be passed up for jobs based on like my LinkedIn compared to other people's that's what makes me hate it because it's like, I am a good worker. I have good stuff. I have like Mm -hmm. a lot of good content. Look at my resume. My resume is good. But because I don't give a shit about LinkedIn, like that's the reason. Yeah. That is the pressure that I hate about it. Right. Like it, that's what makes me hate it. Like I am all for people celebrating their achievements because I think that's a really good thing. And I do agree. Like it feels kind of awkward to post that stuff on Facebook. It doesn't really feel right to post it on like Instagram or Twitter. But at the same time, like it then does the thing that every social media platform does, which is like just create a culture of like competition. Yeah. People are constantly trying to be better and it like is taxing on everyone's mental health. Yeah, and I hate the makes competition me and pressure.
0: Want to die. <laughs> I think I've come to the point in my life where, like, I don't feel as much pressure and competition on social media as I used to. But there are definitely still people out there that struggle with that, like, in major ways. And we can actually get into that. Like, the side of social media that is unhealthy to people's mental health is very scary, actually.
1: It's, like, actually intense. So... Social media addiction is a real thing. And, like, I don't think that people, because it's not, like, a substance, I don't think people realize that they can abuse it. hmm I found a statistic from, let's see, addictioncenter.com that said that like five to ten percent of americans have a social media addiction so that's a shit ton of people like that's crazy that's insane and according to that same website neuroscientists have compared social media interaction to a syringe of dopamine being injected straight into your brain and like i think that this is something that needs to be like start being taught in schools is like not only like how to be smart online not only how to like keep yourself safe Mm -hmm. protect your information protect yourself from predators but like how to have a healthy relationship yeah with social media platforms because i don't think that people are taking the time to like analyze how it's making them feel
0: yeah it is interesting because my major at school has like a lot to do with just the ethics and the behind the scenes of what's going on online and what people are interested in and blah, blah, blah. But I do understand that a lot of people don't know that about social media or the internet that like there are different algorithms and, you know, a lot of people don't know how to use social media or the internet in a safe way, and that's what's really scary about it. Um, especially because, like, I don't know, like, we already talked about the different racism and unhealthy things that happen on TikTok and Snapchat, where a lot of the young population is on. But I do, yeah, I don't know. Do you feel anxious like after you go on social media, Grace?
1: It depends. So, like, if I'm on Instagram for a long period of time, I get off and I feel like jittery like I feel like a little bit buzzed and like I will say my my relationship with social media is a lot better than it has been before me too but that's only because I think I realized like I don't know my my freshman or sophomore year of college that like if I continued the way I was going I was gonna turn into a person that I didn't like yeah like if I continued caring about it in the way that I did it was going to be too much for me. Like, mm-hmm. it was gonna become a thing that, like, my mental health would be bad because of it. I would start changing the things that I was doing just because I wanted to be, like, someone that people would like on Instagram. Yeah. And obviously, like, we all still struggle with that, I think, to a certain degree. But what I've started doing is, like, Monday through Friday, I have locks on my phone. So, at, starting at 10 30 in the morning and ending at 5, I can't get on any social media. My phone locks it because first of all, it will keep me from being productive. Like if I have shit that I want to get done that day, I will procrastinate by getting on social media. And it like just got to the point where like anytime I was feeling uncomfortable, anytime I was anxious, anytime I like wasn't completely satisfied or like in a situation that I loved, I would get on social media. So like I was using it as an escape for Mm -hmm. the feelings that I was having. Like I was noticing that like Instead of just, like, sitting outside for five minutes or, like, journaling for a second or, like, listening to the, a song that I liked or things that, like, I actually know will calm me down. Mm-hmm.
0: You would just hop on and scroll.
1: Yeah. Right. And, like, that is unhealthy behavior and it's trying to avoid the feelings that you're actually feeling. So I think there's two different sides of the story where it's, like, social media can keep you from analyzing what you're actually feeling mm-hmm. is one side of it and social media can actually make you feel negative about yourself. Yeah. So like it's a double-edged sword where like you can use it as like a coping mechanism for things that you're feeling in like real life or it can make you like feel like you're not good enough. Like Yeah. Honestly, for a long time like I was following a lot of people on Instagram who were like, you know, quote-unquote like perfect, like everything that I wanted to be. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. and I just came to the point where I was like this is not healthy. Like there's, I'm not even enjoying myself anymore. Like I get on Instagram and instead of enjoying myself, I'm just scrolling through a feed full of things that I wish I was. And I'm now at a point with social media that no matter who it is, I will either unfollow that person or I will mute them if I find myself comparing myself to them. Mm -hmm. Like, honestly, there are some people that I consider friends that I have muted because I like love them in person. But as soon as like I see them on social media, I start comparing myself to them. I start feeling like I'm not doing enough. Like I, there are people who I just can't interact with. Like, yeah, I've definitely done that too. It took me a long time to get to the place where I felt like I was okay for doing that. Like it took me a long time. And a lot of it was like, I just need to work on myself. Like I just need to like work on being more confident in myself and like you know, once I'm confident in myself, like I won't like care about this anymore. But it got to the point where it was like, if I keep letting myself see this, I'm not going to be confident. You're not going to improve. Yeah.
0: Right. So yeah, I, I think it was last summer. I finally realized like, I need to take a step back from all the social media. And I took like, I think it was like almost two weeks off of like all social media. Mm -hmm. And I was so surprised on like how it changed my outlook on things. It mm-hmm. was it was actually like so crazy cuz I thought it was going to be a lot harder than it was and it really wasn't. I read like 3 books in the 2 weeks. I mm-hmm. felt closer to like myself and like my friends and mm-hmm. it was like the coolest thing. So I definitely recommend like if you're struggling with comparing yourself or just getting like super caught up in social media or being anxious after scrolling on Instagram, take a day off, take two days off, take a week off and see how you feel afterwards. And actually on your phone, if you guys have an iPhone, you can go to settings and go to screen time and you can schedule downtime away from the screen. And Grace, is that how you did it or do you yeah, just do it on how your I own? Yeah, I did it.
1: Yeah. And so I did it. So
0: I actually once a week I do one day without any social media and I love it. Like it's not it's not because the days I'm on social media now like I get so caught up, but it's just like that reminder to yeah, social media is awesome and our lives have changed because of it, but I don't think it has to be everything. And
1: Mhm.
0: It gets to the point where like if you're just going on it because you're bored and you're scrolling like mindlessly like you're not using it for what it's supposed to be used for i think and like if you find yourself just like out of habit like clicking an app and just scrolling pause and think about like why you're doing that are you bored are you anxious are you worried about something are you angry and close out of it and just like think about that for a second and i guarantee you it'll like
1: in the long run, help you feel better. Mm-hmm. Dude. And like right before my sophomore year of college, I deleted Instagram. I deleted everything for like three months. Mm-hmm. Like it, I didn't, I didn't get on at all. I remember that. And it was like, I was personally going through a lot of shit and like, it was really hard for me, but even more so like it was just a time where I was like, I can't fucking deal. Like I yeah. can't be on Instagram and like scrolling and like I can't be posting and pretending like my life is perfect I can't be acting like I'm okay when I'm not if all I'm gonna do is like scroll and like wish that I was these people then I don't want to do it like I don't want to do it and I think so many times people are using Instagram and using social media because everyone else is doing it and not taking a second to like look at how it's making them feel, why they're doing it in the first place. And, like, you don't have to participate. No, you don't. You don't don't have to do it. And, like, honestly, when I meet people, this is sort of hypocritical of me because I have, like, social media on, like, pretty much every major platform right now. But, like, when I meet people who are, like, I'm not on social media, I'm, like, I like you. Like, already, I Mm -hmm. know that you are a self-aware person. You're the type of person that I would enjoy being around because, like, the people who are constantly obsessed with that shit, like, I find myself, like, turned off by that. Like, people who worry about how they look on social media, who curate their posts so that, like, this is how their feed looks and, like, they're too scared to post something that's not necessarily a part of their feed yeah like those are the people that i i don't like because it's like and it's it's nothing against them but it's like i you you need to do some work like you need to do some analyzing of like if you're putting your self-worth and how many likes that you get on instagram that is a problem and it's something that like a lot of it it's very easy to do like a lot of people do it especially because like you and i grew up right when instagram like got big so like i think Even people, like, four years older than us, like, just sort of miss that cutoff. Yeah, yeah, totally. But, like, where we are and people who are younger than us, like, it is an obsession. And it's an obsession that can be super detrimental to people's health. And, like, Mm -hmm. you can pretend that you're okay all that you want. But if you're getting on there and you constantly feel like shit for what you are not, then, like, there's something wrong there.
0: Yeah, and I know this can probably sound like really hypocritical of us, but we're just talking from like experience. Like I I love Instagram and I curate my feed more for myself because kind of like an artsy way for me to express myself. And I literally just try to make my feed look good because it makes me happy. And I don't even look at the likes I get or whatever, but I genuinely like planning out what I'm gonna post next, To make my feed kind of look like fun. And that's what I do for me. But I don't do it because somebody else is doing it. Or I'm not doing it because I want people to click on my profile and think I'm like cool or like whatever. I do not do that. But it took me a long time to get to that point. So I think because I'm at that point now where I just do it for myself. I think I've like gained a lot of confidence in myself that like I don't need to go on it every day scroll through it every day make check up on how many likes i have like i don't do it for that i do it because it brings me joy to have a place to express like that little artsy side of me you
1: know Mm -hmm. it's honestly a thing that's like if you're, if you feel defensive about this at all, like if you feel like, oh, that, yeah. like if anything that we're saying is making you uncomfortable, then we are talking to you. Like, yeah, it's, it's such a thing where like, you can push it off. You can tell yourself that it's not you, but if you like feel called out in any way about this, mm-hmm. then it is you. Like, I personally have done a lot of work on myself to try and f- like, overcome that stuff. And I like, there's still times where it's unhealthy for me and there's still times yeah. where I need to take yeah, a break. definitely. But generally speaking, like I no longer am on there for other people. Like I'm no longer uh, yeah, there I'm simply for other on people. It for myself. Right. Like I'm no longer there for people to like see me and like, oh, think that I'm cool. Like I'm only there because I have things that I want to share and Mm -hmm. I want to see what other people are sharing. And if you're on there for any other reason,
0: take a step back. And if you are struggling with like trying to like find yourself or like you're getting super anxious when you go on any social media, I don't know, like we're not experts, but you can reach out to us and we definitely have some ways that you can like figure out what's happening and like take a step back to realize, you know, maybe like social media isn't everything.
1: So, one thing that I do want to talk about because this is one of the biggest ways that things can be unhealthy is stalking on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So, like, we've all done it. We've all done it. We know we have. But yep. it's like <laughs> either like your ex, like an ex-friend, someone that you hate, someone who like you've never been friends with, but you've always felt like you wanted to be them. Mm-hmm. Stalking can be one of the worst things that you do on social media like you just go on and scroll through this person's feed who you know you don't like Mm -hmm. and you're doing it to like try and feel like you're better than them but I like nine times out of ten you're gonna end up feeling like shit
0: yep 100% I mean I think all of us are guilty of this and nobody's perfect like I've done it in the past week on accident. You know, you just like get in that, that like zone where you just like into a deeper hole into like either Twitter or Snapchat or Instagram where you're just like, what is this person up to? Like, wow, I wish I was them or like, oh God, I hate them. Like, ew, they look so gross in that photo. Like, yeah, yeah, we're all
1: guilty. Stalking people, I think when you catch yourself doing like it's, it's anytime you're scrolling through someone's feed and as soon as you click out of it you're like fuck why did I do that yeah that is an instance where you are stalking and you know you shouldn't be doing it and (laughs) you can do better so things that you can do you can tell a friend like hey i you need to hold me accountable Mm -hmm. if you like I will text you anytime I like start scrolling through their feed. Like, if you see me looking them up on Instagram, like, yep. <laughs> you'll stop me. You can block that person. That doesn't always, like, at least for me, like, if I've blocked a person <laughs> and they haven't blocked me, you can still scroll through their feed. Really? Yeah. You can still scroll through their feed. Interesting. But they can't scroll through yours. Okay. It's harder to get to them if you've blocked them. But if you, like, go to, like, blocked accounts, like, within your settings, you can still find them. (laughs) So, like, yeah, clearly I've done some stalking before. But I think we all know when we are stalking someone and when it's unhealthy. So do your best to hold yourself accountable. Mm -hmm. Have a friend help you hold uh, you accountable. And Grace and I have definitely told each other, like, (laughs) if I go on Instagram today and you see my account, like call me out. I'm like, yeah, there's times where Karin's been like, "Haha, if you see me on Instagram, text me and yell at me. And I will, I will yell at her. Yep. It has so, happened. <laughs> yeah, have people who hold you accountable because that's honestly like there the best are certain way to times, go about it. Yeah. Yeah. There are certain times where I like will not stalking, stop stalking this person and I like cannot help myself. And I've just had to be like, look, <laughs> I need help. Tell me not to do it. <laughs> Yeah, if I do, don't be like, don't
0: be ashamed. Like everybody does this. Like, right. But if you realize, yeah, this is not the healthiest thing and it's making me anxious or it's making me angry, like call yourself out, have a friend, call yourself out and get better. (laughs) But yeah, so as much as we're bashing on social media, like obviously there are parts of it that are positive and it's it's a great way to connect with people and talk to people you normally wouldn't talk to if you just met them in person. Mm-hmm. So that being said, uh, Grace, what is one of the positives that you've seen from social media? Or, like, what's your favorite social media platform? Go. Twitter. <laughs> Twitter I knew you were going to say that.
1: Sure. Yeah. I love Twitter. It's, like, the perfect amount of, like, memes and, like, important stories that people need to share. Yeah. And... I love it. And I get on Twitter and I don't feel drained. Like, I genuinely don't feel like, I hate everything. I hate my life. Like, Instagram is really bad about making me feel like shit (laughs) more frequently than Twitter is. But goddamn, Twitter is my safe haven. Like, for sure.
0: I will definitely second that. I love Twitter. Like, okay, so Grace and our friend Abby and I have this like group message <laughs> on Twitter, and we just send stupid like memes or tweets, and it is my favorite thing. Like I go on there and I check every day, just to yes. just to bring
1: like boost my boost the morale, you know. And it's like we. It's I so maybe wholesome. Haven't talked to Abby in like a couple weeks, but it's like ha ha ha. Hello, your your memes are funny. Like it's Hi. so fun. Yeah,
0: it's I just like our little way to connect it. with each
1: other, and. I love
0: it. It's a great part of social media that...
1: Well, and I that's, like, my favorite with. thing to, like, scroll through right before bed yeah. and, like, send you guys funny tweets. It's so wholesome. I, like, go to bed laughing to myself a little yeah. bit. Being like, hee, I can't wait till they see it. I love my friends.
0: <laughs> Twitter for the win, baby. Yeah, but all that being said, follow us on social media. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that sounds hypocritical, but it's just our way to connect with the people that are listening, so... Follow both Grace and I on social media so then um, you know, like, if we have, like, a poll coming out uh, asking for more ideas for the podcast or follow Psychoanalysis on Instagram and Twitter.
1: Um, woo Yeah. Give us a good rating on Apple Podcast. The first person to leave us a review on Apple Podcast, I will genuinely, I promise you, I will Venmo you $10. Or Grace will Venmo U5 and I'll Venmo U5. Yeah, cool. We can split it 50-50. We'll split it. <laughs> but I'll be watching. This is going to happen. We check up on it. And we know who the real ones are because if you do this, like you you are acknowledging that you've listened to this podcast so far that you've listened to the end. And that alone proves that you are a true
0: fan. True. We also check up on Spotify, but we need some ratings on Apple Podcasts. So that's why we're paying people. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it honestly does help. We have one five five out of five rating, so thank you so much to whoever that was. Love you. But we need a review. So, like, write some positive words about us, tell us how much you love us, and you'll get $10. All right. Thanks for listening, friends. This week's editing... This editing was done by...
0: (laughs) (laughs) This week's editing was done by the
1: one and only grace Fawcett. it honestly i just sound like a bitch if i say it myself yeah i know that's why i started to do it but then you did it and then i was like "Ah." because you paused i didn't anyway until next week peace
0: and blessings peace and blessings